Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Felton. Yes. Raymond Felton right back. Legends. Felton for three. With 1.3 to go. What's up, and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. Raymond Felton is my co-host and my point guard. Raymond, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thank you all for for coming through and checking out the show. Uh, If you like what you hear, stick around. We're around. uh, We'll be around the rest of the summer and, of course, into the regular season, talking Hornets basketball and news around the league. Uh, Give us a give us a rating on iTunes. Share it with a friend. You know, help the show out. You know, on this episode, we're talking Bill Russell. We're talking Hornets schedule. Coming out, we're talking Kevin Durant sticking around, and uh, we're we're gonna talk a little sneakers uh, to close things out. So, <laughs> stick around. We'll be right back after this break. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL combat sports esports and even golf like you can also do pro wrestling like i'm looking at it right now there's a aew show tonight you can bet on who's going to win the, the championship cm punk or john moxley bet online is really dope bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props and futures head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0. BELIEVE50, all one word, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Raymond, uh, while we're kind of, we weren't really recording uh, when Bill Russell passed away, but I feel it's important to uh, to talk about it now that we're we're back recording again. Uh, have you had a chance to interact with him at all? Cross paths with him back um back when you were playing? Not really sit down and have a conversation, but I had a I had a honor to to meet him, shake his hand, and just you know say hello to me. That was everything for me. Just for you know a man like him going playing basketball during the time that he played, you know, was rough for a black man and. He's he's definitely an icon, you know. I'm glad that they retired his number across the league because they should, you know. I'm glad that the the league, the NBA, is showing him that type of respect, the respect that he deserved, that he need. Um, But uh, like I said, man, it really wasn't a conversation. It was more of just, you know, just uh, shaking up the hand and speaking to him, and you know, just being in his presence. You know, that was. And to me, that was better than having a conversation, to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't even know what to say to him, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a guy like that, that you, that paved the way for all of us, to be honest with you, you know, for all the greats that play the game, you know, everybody you could think about, this man here who paved the way, you know, so he was definitely, you know, we talk about, MJ, we talk about Iverson as an icon. We're talking about Kobe. We talk about, you know, just different people who've changed the game, 
you know, I think this is the man who actually, you know, changed it for everybody, you know, not just, you know, black athletes, but everyone. So, you know, that's how I feel about Bill Russell. Yeah. And I'm glad that, you know, he was able to be a part of this NBA 75 stuff uh, last season. Um, mm-hmm. Adam mm-hmm. Silver used to talk, well, I was talking a lot about it during that time, like how the sport of basketball was lucky to still have their Babe Ruth around, right? Like the, mm-hmm. this legendary icon. It really speaks to how like young the NBA is or just professional mm-hmm. basketball is in general compared to other mm-hmm. sports um, in the country. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that intermingling of different generations and he's always around in the NBA finals. So um, I think this season, um, you mentioned the, the Jersey retirement uh, first in the league. Um, mm-hmm. The um, so players that are, were already wearing number six will continue to wear number six to grandfather in, but it won't be issued out anymore. So guys like LeBron, for instance, or um, in, our, in Hornets case, uh, Jalen McDaniels, unless they choose to switch, um, they don't need to switch yet. Um, the players will have a patch on their jersey uh, this season, and then every NBA court will display a clover-shaped logo with the number six on the sideline near the scores table. So. I think we're gonna see a lot of like um, a lot of tributes uh, to to Bill Russell throughout the year, um, mm-hmm. and well deserved to say the least. Like if anyone deserves it, he does. You know? um, I think it's really cool. Uh, so rest in peace, Bill Russell. Obviously, and uh, yes, it's a uh, I don't know like that that total package of like athlete and activist is uh is a rare it's a rare thing. So. Uh, mm-hmm. We all we all could learn a lot from Bill Russell, whether you're a sports fan or not. So uh, transitioning just to basketball in general, uh, the Hornets. Not a lot of Hornets news to talk about. Uh, they've on, they've done they've added no one this summer. They've re-signed <laughs> Cody Martin, and that's it. Miles um, Bridges is still that whole situation is still pending. Um, there's some talk earlier, like a few weeks ago, about. The Hornets bringing back Isaiah Thomas or making a run at Kemba Walker. Um, it seems as they're just kind of taking the time because there's no rush to, to do it. No one's really doing any moves right now anyway. What's uh, going on? What's going on with, with my boy? Uh, what's my guy named that played with him? Got traded last year to the second half of the season. Oh, Harold? Um, yeah, what's going on, Montrez? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know he had, the, he had the arrest to Kentucky, but from like a basketball point of view, I think every, I think uh, these teams are just kind of just hanging back and waiting. You know, I think a lot of teams are just waiting to see what happened with Kevin Durant first off. See what their cast I know. Look like. <laughs> Honestly, that's what it is. And, you know, Patrick Beverly kind of, you know, took to social media and kind of went at KD a little bit saying that, you know, you, you the reason a lot of people ain't got no jobs right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Patrick Beverly is a guy that says what he want to say. You know, <laughs> I, I kind of laugh and kind of look at some of the stuff he says sometimes, and it'd be funny, you know. And you know, maybe some truth to that, maybe not. I can't sit here and blame Kevin Durant for what GMs and front office people are not doing. You like, I can't say it's his fault, but I mean, just a just somebody who's understanding what's going on out here. I mean, nobody is making moves until they see what's going to happen with him the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know, that, that is what's going on. But, um, oh no, man, I just, I mean, that whole situation with Kevin Durant and I don't mean to just walk right into this situation like this, but how I feel about the Kevin Durant situation is 
it's up and down for me. You know, it's one of the things where I feel like if I commit to a team, then I'm going to commit to them, you know, no matter what happens, no matter what changes is made, no matter who's upset about what, whatever the situation is, is, you know, saying like, but who knows what was said by the front office, who, what was promised, what was going to happen. You know, I think it was a situation where my opinion, Kyrie and him decided they wanted to play together no matter what, no matter who else they bring in, no matter else who they try to bring in to, to, to play around them. I think they, they wanted to play together. So when you tell one, you're not going to sign him back and give him an extension and you gave the other an extension. So that makes the other one wants to leave, you know, and I, and I truly honestly think that's, that's what happens. You know, I see a lot of people voice their opinion, you know, calling guys, you know, prima donnas and calling guys say they spoiled and this and that. But if you go to an organization and you tell them, look, me and Kyrie want to play together. We want to be y'all future. You know, we want to be the two guys who, you know, who lead this team to hopefully a championship. And y'all say, okay, let's do it. You know, we want to sign both. We're going to keep both of y'all here. We're just trying to do what we can to put pieces around y'all to, to get us there. And then boom, you know, obviously things happen with Kyrie, you know, Kyrie is Kyrie. Y'all knew this before y'all signed him. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you know, you can't force a man to take, you know, uh, a shot that he don't want to take, that he don't believe in. You can't you can't do that. So that whole situation was what it was. But now that's over. So what's the issue? He's still the most talented, one of the most best guards in this league, hands down. I don't care what he got going on. So what's the problem? So, you know, that's just, you know, I, I think it's just a little bit of, you know, communication and not keeping your end of the bargain on, on both ends. To me, I think that's what that's what happens. But who knows? I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not in those meetings. I don't know what happened. So I'm just taking a guess. Yeah, it's it's just it's really like if the go bear trade doesn't happen, I'm, I think I wonder if Kevin Rant finds a deal, like if the Nets find the deal they're looking for. Because that was mm-hmm. such a big trade with so many assets, trade uh, draft pick assets specifically, and then that setting the tone. Okay, go Bears! You know, three time Defensive Player of the Year. Um, but then there's Kevin Durant, right? And the speculation was like, all right, well, if this is what Go Bear got, this is what Durant should get. But then you're like, well, of the teams that Durant wants to go to, what are they giving up? And is that a better situation than where he is currently, mm-hmm. even, even if he mm-hmm. feels wronged by the front office? And you look at what the Nets have right now, you know, they brought in T.J. Warren, a guy I like a lot, just had injury issues. Um, we'll see what happens with Ben Simmons. Um, you got a, hopefully a full year of Kyrie, right? Um, mm-hmm. Joe Harris should be back healthy. Um, they have some young players, Seth Curry as well, uh, young players like De'Ron Sharp, and uh, they brought in Royce O'Neal as well. Um, they have a, a decent team. Like the East is gonna be really tough anyway. Um, they, they got a good team. They yeah, got a, they got a good team. They're gonna be really good. And, you know, I just with and you adding a guy like Kevin Durant to the team mm-hmm. with pieces like that makes you a contender. And this is that simple, you know. And you got a guy like Kyrie as well that makes you a contender already. Yeah. That makes you one of the top three teams in the East. You know, going into the season, you know, things can happen. Y'all may not gel. You know, I mean, that, that can happen with anybody. But going into the season with just those two guys by itself and a Ben Simmons, a healthy Ben Simmons, yeah. man, y'all, y'all, 
top three, y'all top three in the East. Like that's just what it is. Y'all top three in the East is 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 Boston. To me, it'd be Boston, Milwaukee, or Boston, um, Miami. Yeah. And then boom, then boom, you got to put, you know, you got to put Brooklyn. It's either Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Like they definitely the top four teams. You know, hands down, they top four. Yeah. So you, you can't you can't you can't put nobody else in front of them right now, you know. But the East is East is stacking up, stacking up, you know. And I, 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 I young boys is gonna be ready to play. I, but I, I hate, like I said, I hate the situation with Miles, man, because that was him and Lamelo was so special. God, that was so special together. And I just wanted to see how that was gonna grow. You know, to me, I'm looking at that like a. John Stockton and Carl Malone situation, man. Like them two guys is mm-hmm. growing with each other and is winning a lot of games and just doing a lot of special things in the city. So I don't know. I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. But yeah, to your point, yeah, yeah the Hornets are gonna have a, a tough, a tough battle, right? <laughs> to to even be a ten seed next year is gonna be is gonna be really competitive because the teams that fell out of the playoff picture last year, the Knicks, Wizards, Pacers, Pistons, Magic, they're all they're all better. Um I don't, they're not going to be like they're going to fly up the Eastern Conference, but one of those mm-hmm. teams is going to make a leap. This is kind of how the league works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that could be the Pacers. Uh, certain with, with with certain certain things go their way, mm-hmm. and then that like bottom end of the Eastern Conference, you're going to have you know someone's going to be on the outside looking in. So it's going to be really difficult, really difficult for these uh, for these guys to get involved. And uh, what, what do you, this this wasn't we didn't plan to talk about this, but there's like rumors about like a Vegas team, a Seattle team. And mm-hmm. I, do you, you, what do you, what do you think about like the, the level of talent in the league right now? Um, kind of spreading out to two more expansion teams. Uh, I think there's more than enough like talent to go around now, especially uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? I ain't going to say two right away. I think eventually we can get to two. Mm-hmm. I say one for sure. I like to see a team back in Seattle first before yeah. Vegas. I don't know if we can handle Vegas yet. I don't know if any of these young guys can handle Vegas. Like stay there for a season and just be that locked in and focused, you know, you know, because it's a lot of distractions in Vegas. Vegas is one of those places you really gonna stand to be there for like two days or three max. You gotta get out of there. Mm-hmm. This is how it was when I was young, yeah. you know. Definitely now, but you know, I like to play a little poker so I can stay a little longer, <laughs> play, stay busy doing that. But, um, I don't know, I don't know. It's just the time, times are different now. Um, it's definitely means more jobs, so I like that aspect of it, you know, adding two more teams and you know, that's giving more jobs to the young talent that's out there. Some of the guys who I think should be in the NBA, but you know, just can't make it because it's so it's, it's not that many teams, not many of the roster spaces. So they got to go to the G League or they got to go overseas. So more job opportunities. I like that situation. So, hey, I'm open for it. Yeah, I would be, like it. Be but good. I think one team at a time. I don't think yeah. you should jump out there and put two of them right away, Seattle and um, Vegas. So one of the two first. Yeah. The, uh, it'd be a great, like, home court advantage, right? Like, everyone coming to town. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that, that, that record would be real nice. <laughs> I don't know what the culture is. Because they, they have, they've they've been at, the hockey team's been there for, like, five years, something like that. The Raiders have been there for a few years. I don't know what the culture is. I feel like those those leagues don't have players as young as the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
We'll see. I think, you know, I think the writing's on the wall for like LeBron to own a team at one point and that and it being that Vegas team. Um, I don't know who would end up owning the Seattle team, but yeah, Seattle needs basketball again. It's a, it's a shame they don't. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, going back to uh, the Hornets schedule, just for, for that real quick, uh, the preseason starts in uh, October 2nd is the first preseason game against it's at Boston runs until the 12th. And then the season starts. Um, I just had it. The season starts October 19th away at San Antonio. And the first home game of the year is October 21st with uh, the Pelicans and Zion. That man, (laughs) (laughs) like I, I've never been a league pass subscriber. That's changing this year. Uh, Some of these teams, like we just, you know, not to rub, put salt in the wound to Seattle, but the Thunder this year are going to be really inter- fun to watch uh, with with Chet and Giddy and SGA. Like so, that they're they're going to be a, uh, a a a league pass must must watch team for sure. And uh, you know we're not going to be on TV a, mu- a bunch here, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But my question to you, Raymond, is when the season schedule, regular season schedule, does come out, where mm-hmm. does your eye go as a player? Like what stands out to you? Uh, what do you what are you looking for initially? Just that honestly, the first the first twenty five games and the last twenty five, like you know twenty something whatever, yeah. like just seeing like how schedule starting out, how tough is it going to be? Are we on the road a lot? Are we at home a lot? Or you know, do we got more home games at the end stretch? Like, how is that going? Definitely seeing how many TV games we got, how many national televised games we gonna have. Um, but mainly that's what I'm looking at. You know, where are we at for the holidays? Are we at home? Are we on the road? You know, just different things like that. I'm the type of person like to get ahead of stuff and just see, like, okay, I'm going to be in this place during Thanksgiving. So, man, I'm going to be home for Thanksgiving. So, you know, I got to figure that out. You know, mm-hmm. Christmas, we home. Or Christmas, we we in this place. So what I do about my family? What I do about my kids? So what am I doing? So, you know, just – Little things like that, but as far as playing, like I'm looking to see like how tough is our schedule that first 25 games, and then what our schedule looking like those last 25. Like you know, trying to break it down like that. <clears throat> gotcha. Yeah, because for, for the Hornets, they got I think one ESPN game and two TNT games. Uh, that can always change as the season goes on, but uh, mm-hmm. I think two of the games are against the Bulls. So networks are really banking on the Lonzo Lamelo. Uh, storylines, which is understandable. Which, by the way, the Lonzo injury, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, I meant to look up that earlier, but um, that that's a bummer. Uh, hopefully, he's he's doing well, because I think he had a setback during his recovery last season, because uh, he's, like, in the best basketball situation he's ever been in, and that Bulls team is really cool. Um, that Bulls team really cannot, would not be successful without him. Yeah. And you saw that once he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Hey, they was still playing good, but they wasn't the same Bulls team without him because you know he just he just controls the team and he plays defense. They yeah. definitely missed him on the defensive end. Like he just he he plays great defense. He don't get he don't get enough respect on the on the side on the defensive side that I think he should. Honestly, I don't think he gets the, the respect that he should as a player. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess he came in with so much hype. His daddy said so much, and you know he's supposed to be like it makes LeBron or better, you know what I'm saying? But I think he's really good. I think he's good for that Chicago team too. So I'm definitely hope he's be, he's going to be healthy this year. Cause that'd be fun to see. Especially. And he, his play style fits so much into what you need 
right with these mm-hmm. these larger like perimeter guys, him, DeRozan, uh, Patrick mm-hmm. Williams when he's when he's back, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, Caruso, like that that team is gonna be really annoying to play against uh, as a fan. <laughs> um, and that, that's a compliment. That's about the biggest compliment I can give any team is like not looking forward to playing them as from right. a fan point of view. Uh, but for the Hornets, they have the big West Coast trip, which was an issue last year, is in December. Uh, so they can kind of get that out the way for the most part. Uh, Denver, Sacramento, both L.A. teams, Portland and Golden State all the way. Um, it's, that, that's going to be a big task to see how this team is gelling because you have a few months into the season and then you see how you respond out of that. It's going to be interesting, but we'll see, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, we might, like it's going to be running theme. I have no idea what to expect from this team um, with that, with or without bridges. Like it's, it, there's a lot up in the air because it's from what's around them. And then internally, who's going to step up, who's going to grow, who's going to be improved. It's a, uh, but that's, that's the whole point of sports, right? You know, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that as the season runs up. But uh, I want to, Talk to you. We'll close out on this. Uh, I want to talk shoes with you. Okay. We, uh, so personally, I'm, I'm not on, I've been an ad, I've been adamant against TikTok forever. Okay. And uh-huh. I downloaded it probably two months ago. And my entire <laughs> algorithm is all sneakers. And so I'm, I don't even know why. I've never cared about sneakers until then. And now mm-hmm. TikTok has me out here buying shoes left and right. So, I want to talk to you about shoes. All right. Um, let's, let's start at, at school, right? So what did you wear at North Carolina? Jordans. Yeah. All the J's in the world. Did whatever you ever, Jordans, did you, whatever number you can think about, we had them with, in the Carolina blue. Did you, uh, did you, were you able to choose what, what variant you had or you got to wear or were you like, hey, this is what we're running, running out of? Well, it kind of just, I was just a kid that I love Jordan. So whatever they brought out, whatever number they gave us, I wore you know, I didn't care. You know, I know nowadays I wish I would have saved some of those sneakers and just had them in a box, yeah. you know, because someone was really exclusive. Like, <laughs> I can't find them. I can't find them again. You know what I'm saying? So, but other than that, man, I, I nah, there ain't no particular pair that I had as a favorite, for real. I had all the numbers and, and all in Carolina Blue since I was there. Those three years I was there, I probably ran across every number, every number, and then I uh, the only ones I didn't play in was the threes, the threes and the fours. I didn't, I don't really play in those. But anything else, <laughs> I'm lacing up. <laughs> I'm lacing up. Uh, so when uh when you entered the league, uh, did you were you approached with a a sneaker deal uh, when you when you got drafted or yeah were you able to wear what you wanted? No, nah, I was approached with um with Adidas. Okay. So my first seven years, I had a contract with Adidas, and um that was uh. That was good. It was it was it was a nice deal, and you know it was um, shoes was the shoes was good. It was it was comfortable because you know, I played with I played Adidas shoes when I was in AAU in high school, and our team was um, sponsored by Adidas mm. in high school as well. So um, that was a sneaker that I was used to. So you know it was it was like getting back used to the sneaker again after wearing Jordans for a few years. So that was cool, and then on um, my last seven. I played in Under Armour. Yeah. Pioneer. So, yeah. So <laughs> Under Armour was uh, just getting started at that time. So, you know, the sneakers was okay. They was decent. But one thing I will say about Under Armour, they they had all the all the equipment to, to make sure the shoe was comfortable. The shoe was fitting for your foot. I mean, they had a whole 
man, I'm talking about like I go in there, they just molded my whole foot. They did all kind of stuff with my heel, like with my arch. Like they did, man, listen, I, I can't even remember everything they did. It was crazy. <laughs> and then once I got my shoes, they was comfortable. They felt good. They felt molded to my feet. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's the issue that I have now because now I put it on size 12s and they don't fit. They like hurt my feet. And that's what I wore my whole career. And and that's because the twelves that they had, they really molded it to my feet. So I couldn't tell the difference. I really have to get 12 and a halves now, sometimes 13s in certain shoes. So I'm sitting here thinking that I'm supposed to be in 12s when really I'm not because of what they did, how, how they molded something directly to my foot. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Unarmor, man. They uh, went from, you know, just getting started to like having one of the, one of the one of the the best shooters in the NBA now as their face of their their sneakers and just adding more players like Joel Embiid and just you know having a having some some big time players you know Bryce Harper you know um, Tom Brady in football like got the Rock yeah got the Rock (laughs) (laughs) so I mean they got some they got some big time athletes man that's that's putting on their putting on their their stuff so. Um, you know, they. I, I'm just happy to be a part of the start of it, man. Just the, the beginning, the beginning stage of it, you know. And I hope they remember me. Hope y'all looking at this on the because I'm coming at y'all right now about my um, about my program, my AAU team, and my skills academy. So I'm gonna need that sponsorship back again, that uh, that that deal again. Not for me, but for my kids and me too. I want some of the sneakers too. <laughs> yeah, run, run it back, run it back. <laughs> you mentioned before, before we started recording, uh, it was you, Brandon Jennings, Grievous yeah, Vasquez. Well, and uh, Kimber Walker. Kimber Walker. And yeah. Kimber. And Kimber. Um, Brandon Jennings, you know, was the first athlete. He was actually the first one to ever wear their shoes and play them in the game for any, for any of us. So, you know, gotta I got to give him the, to, the ultimate shout out for, for being the first test guy to, to actually put them on and go out there and perform in them. Yeah, and he was a pioneer more than ways than one, right? He just went to Italy, yeah. said no to college, and got one well, draft seven. Yeah, top ten pick it. for sure. Yeah, he definitely went lottery. That's for yeah. sure. So yeah, shout out to Brandon Jennings. It was like you see, like t- going full circle to guys like Lamelo Ball right now. Mm-hmm. But even Bronny James is talking about consider was considering playing overseas instead of going to college and doing the G League thing. So you know, players have a lot more options now coming out of high school. Um, mm-hmm. As this, as like you know, kind of the game evolves like there's no stigma to it anymore Mm -hmm. guys aren't being like dinged for for duck in college so yeah so cool i'm i'm thanks for the history lesson Uh, that's really interesting (laughs) because you know for a lot of us our only like entry point into into this is like through 2k right like you have your your created guy you Mm -hmm. you do the system and then you get like your your fake agent calls you like hey you want to go to adidas puma Nike, whatever. Uh, yeah. So it's it's cool how you, you get a real, a real insight into how it actually goes now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you as always. And thank you all so much for, for listening. I'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, you've been right. listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. For myself and for Raymond, see you next time. Peace.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.